Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. Hey everybody, my name is Amanda O, and I'm a comedian and writer from the New England area. I'm also a member of the Hot Breath Comedy Network and the winner of the August 2020 Write 10 Comedy Contest. My credit card number is 2395... <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have any money. Anyway, Joel asked me to come on here and do the intro for winning the contest, and even though I hate the sound of my own voice, I'm excited to do it. So uh, when I found out about the Hot Breath Network, it was a game changer, okay? Hot Breath has a club called Write 10, where comedians from around the world join a Facebook Live at 10 a.m. Eastern, and we write a new joke every day. It's been great practice, and it's motivated me to really work hard at writing and performing. And also, everyone is just so kind and funny, and I just truly love this community. So in this interview, we talk about how I went about creating my 90-second set on the theme of frustration in only a week. We talk comedy influences, experience, writing, working hard, being kind, and we even find time to nerd out on pens. I was so excited to win this contest and to be interviewed on the Hot Breath Pod, so without further ado, please enjoy the interview. Ladies and gentlemen of the August Write 10 contest, welcome your champ, Amanda O. Welcome your champ, Amanda O. Oh, snap. What's up, Amanda? Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. How are you how are you feeling right now? I'm I'm so nervous. You're so nervous? Really, yeah, I was like, oh my god. Because everyone did so good. Like when I was watching everyone's videos, I was like, oh, this is tough. <laughs> yeah. But to the victor goes the voting. The hot breath of us voted. For Amanda O, oh, you're the champ. Oh my God! Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm like super excited. I can't. Yeah, that's so great. Oh, I am excited too. I'm so excited that you're excited. <laughs> oh, people are loving it. She's not in the treehouse, said John. Are you in a treehouse a lot? <laughs> no, I had a joke about me living in a treehouse because my room is very, um, we'll call it eclectic, uh -huh. uh, which is code for it sucks but um <laughs> <laughs> it's really small so i try to get like a curtain but it's like i'm trying to work things out to make it look presentable yeah jake rubel said he ought he um that's a nice shower curtain <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one it's a it does kind of look like that i gotta i gotta fix it a little bit <laughs> no you're great you're great here yeah, and we've got a fancy overlay, so they, they can't really see the curtain as much as just both of our faces with this cool overlay. And the champion, oh. you have champion below you right now, by the way. Whoa, <laughs> first time. <laughs> so what what went in, and people, feel free to um, post questions as well watching this, but like, what went in, what was like, yeah, the process of this set. Where did you even start, really? Um, and if you have some notes or some of the writing you did that you want to show us, like on paper or whatnot, feel free. Um, sure. Because I, I posted pictures in that in the contest Facebook group with some of the images of my writing. But because um, I posted my set in there, too, which I'm glad isn't I didn't play today because it would have definitely lost. But 
what was your process? You get the theme frustration. So then where do you go from there? How do you start? Uh, well, I was honestly kind of glad that the, th that the theme was frustration because that, uh, is very familiar to me, hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that feeling. So, um, I, I just kind of like wrote down, which I saw a lot of people doing too, when they were sharing, um, on, on the Facebook page, I wrote down everything that frustrates me. And I was thinking a lot about my job because I've had some interesting jobs. Like I had some quick hitter, interesting jobs because I worked at a temp agency for a little bit. Um, and then I was thinking about, uh, I'm a teacher. So I was thinking about working with kids and how kids, I love them to death, but they can be kind of frustrating. Uh -huh. And uh, I was also thinking about um, just like parents' expectations. Just I just like did like a brain dump, really, just everything that frustrates me, and that and that I thought might be relatable to other people as well. Um, so yeah, I wanted to try to make it super super relatable that everyone could say, "Oh yeah, I kind of that's happened to me," or or whatever, you know. Um, and then next step is I kind of wrote it out. Uh, I have like this like notes really i wrote down uh and i was just oh, really cool. let me see if i can um zoom in on that let me see here um ah wait hold on ah <laughs> oh maybe not what's happening it's my face i want to bring your face on oh there we go let me turn these fireworks off this this one has fireworks on it <laughs> We're working out the details here, everyone. Okay, cool. All right, so we have Amanda on full screen now. So what are we looking at here? So I um, typed it out, and, and I also have, like, a lot of, which is a bad habit of mine, I, I will write stuff on, like, loose leaves, loose sheets of paper, mm -hmm. um, which can be uh, risky because then you might not be able to find them again. So I, I do have some of those. I don't know where they are, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. It happened to me. It's bad habit because you might lose them. I don't know where these are. <laughs> so that just proves it's not a good thing. <laughs> uh, so I I wrote it down like a bunch of um like pair like I chunk up my jokes kind of into like different paragraphs and then I highlight what I hope is the punchline like what I hope is going to make people oh, laugh. Oh, cool. And then uh there's a lot crossed out because the, I didn't like it and I was like oh, this is kind of weak and lame so um. Yeah, I I wrote everything out and then um I try to think of like what the strongest joke will be and then like make that at the end and then try to like build up kind of, you know what I mean? Mhm. Mm um so I tried to do that and then I what I did was I after I wrote down everything, I did like a lot of writing sessions with a lot of shout out to all my write 10 friends who were like we zoomed and and you know FaceTimed and things like that, and that really helped me a lot. Um, and then also doing like open mics. I think I did like like Zoom open mics. I did maybe like five that week. Great. Um, just trying to work out, you know, work out to see if it's funny, if people actually think it's funny, and uh, getting feedback and things like that. So I I I really like I took it seriously because I really wanted to do my best, you know, <laughs> like I wanted yeah. to put my best effort and. Yeah, I, I wrote a lot, thought a lot, and was nervous. I maybe shot the actual footage a lot of times, like, on my computer. There's, like, a lot of footage where I'm like, 
hey, uh, you know, and I do my whole thing, and then I mess up, and I'm like, shit, and then, like, there's so many of those. (laughs) Yeah, I remember Yoshi posted a screenshot. He had, like, 15, he posted a screenshot of his phone where there was, like, 15 files of him trying to record the video. (laughs) I saw that. I was like, that is super relatable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of us, and, like, a lot of us went, because even mine, I mean, I probably did, like, five takes of mine that I was trying to record, you know, it's like, yeah, you just, (laughs) you you gotta make sure everything's right, you know, and it sounds like you put in the work. It seems like that's a big reason you won, is because you took it seriously, and actually put a lot of thought and effort into it, and it paid off. I I did, yeah, I tried really hard to, you know, I, I wanted to do my best, and and yeah just like the support from people on in the right 10 group like i remember running jokes by liam a lot and liam is a super funny guy yeah um and i i ran jokes by steven who's also hilarious ej who's amazing like um and just like a lot of people in the right 10 group we did like a lot i joined like a lot of random uh uh like facebook or not facebook uh zoom rooms and we work out jokes say them give each other feedback so it's yeah it's it's been cool to have um people that you can actually run stuff by and, and things like that so yeah work ethic i think when we did the interview with steven last week one of the biggest takeaway was the work you gotta do the work so i'm i'm so encouraged that it you're not like i don't know what happened these jokes just kind of appeared and then I won. But you're like, no, actually, I thought a lot and I wrote a lot and then I performed a lot and I rewrote a lot. Like, yeah, you put in the work. Who would have thunk? Wait a minute. You're saying working hard pays off? Get out. Get- no, Amanda, we want the hack. What Reddit feed did you steal these jokes from? But um- Sassy Joel. <laughs> Um, Mitt Mitt asked, um, how did you whittle down your subjects from the brain dump? Uh, That's a good question. I had a lot of trouble with that because um, there were some jokes that worked that I did in some mics, but then I felt like they maybe weren't as personal. So I had some jokes like I had I had more than 90 seconds and I was like, okay, now let me try to like figure out which are going to be the strongest maybe and which are kind of like not great. And I had one joke that was kind of did did okay, but it wasn't personal. So the main thing that I wanted to drive me was like, I wanted to be kind of personal, like stuff that actually happened, Um, Mm. you know, and I felt like that would kind of make me passionate about performing it too. Um, Because, you know, as I've been, I've been on this like comedy journey or whatever, I, the writing's super important, um, but it's also, I'm learning like the performing too. So I'm trying to, to perform more and to, you know, there's so many choices you have to make. Like, do you inflect this line or do you like point here or whatever? Like it's so like, uh, you know, you really have to think about it. So yeah, I I just, whatever would make me kind of passionate about it. So like the the story about, um, that lady that I worked for asking if you had a crystal ball that actually happened to me. Um, (laughs) and it pisses me off to this day. So I was like, I got (laughs) it. <laughs> and and just work stuff yeah so so whatever is like super like the most personal that i thought would be i think i guess it was like two criteria super personal to me and then maybe like could be relatable to to someone else as well you know oh that's great yeah i love that so it started out 
brain dump of everything and then like okay what's super personal and then okay what may be relatable mm. that seems to be kind of the distillation process there yes yeah absolutely oh and he followed up with can you expand on how you are learning and improving the performance aspect Sure. Yeah. I, so I, I've never exactly been on a live stage to perform comedy. Um, I, I've been on stage, like I'm also a musician, so I've, I've been, you know, performing music for a lot of my life on stage, but I've never told jokes on stage. So, uh, I like the performance aspect of it. Uh, cause I, I do like, I do like to, to perform, but I noticed that the comedy, you know, it's, it's different because I play saxophone, so I'm not really talking, you know, I'm just yeah. blowing into an instrument. And, um, so with, with comedy, there's like all these little like nitpicky decisions that you have to make. Sometimes they're subconscious and sometimes you make them, you do it on purpose. Um, but yeah, I, I just had to, I just did it over and over and over again and recorded myself and watched it, which I, I don't like to do. Mm. Um, because I just, you know, like the sound of your own voice. The, nobody likes people. nobody likes to do that, but it's it's a necessary evil. Yes. Yeah. I was like, okay, I, I need to. So I just basically I film myself a lot, and then I see how I can. If I do something weird, you know, like uh, I notice I used to I used to like um, I forgot what I I used to do something kind of weird. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I got to stop doing that because that's not. I need it to be. I need it to look. Like I'm confident, you know. Mm, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, that's also acting, I guess, because a lot of times I'm not. But, but uh, I try to, you know, the more I do it, then the more I kind of get a little more confident. But you know, a lot of mics help a lot too. Uh, just doing the Zoom mics and, um, you know, doing it for an audience because they kind of give you that real time feedback. But then also doing it for yourself is like super helpful to me you know then i can decide like am i performing this you know the way that am i giving this justice you know giving it life oh yeah and it's it's so important like you said the more i did it the more confident i got and a lot of people ask me questions about performance and stage presence and there are techniques and tips you can use but overall it's like the more you're on stage the more comfortable you're going to get the better you know your material and the more confident you're going to be in it, then the better you're going to perform it because you're not worried about what you're saying next to what the audience is thinking. You're in the moment and you're just performing it. So it all is kind of a process of finding the words, getting confident in the words. And then the, this performance piece kind of comes after that for most people. Some people it's the opposite. Some people are great performers and they need to work on the writing side. So we're all coming at it from different angles, but for me personally, it was like learning joke, joke structure. And then, okay, how can I do personal jokes in that structure? Okay, now let me start to add performance elements to it once I'm confident in those jokes. So it, it's definitely a process, but you're, you're going through the process. I mean, you're, you're doing the work. And I had no idea that you hadn't actually done a live show yet. That is boggling to me. Yeah, I'm excited to, to, to try once this whatever we're in apocalypse yeah. uh, ends to, um, to, to do that. Cause I, I love it so much. Like I, like I've been telling people I'm, I've been a fan of comedy my entire life. I just, I love it mm -hmm. so much. Um, oh. but I haven't like, you know, done it because I've been like, you know, self-conscious or 
unconfident that I could do it, things like that. But, you know, as I get kind of older, I'm like, well, let me let me just try it, you know. I love it. Yeah, that's something in we, the Q&A we did with um, – who did we do a Q&A with this week? Oh, my gosh. I'm brain farting right now. It was with Vanessa, Chris, right? Vanessa, Vanessa Gonzalez. Yeah, I was – yeah, it was. I could see the image. I just couldn't see her name. But she was scared to do comedy for a long time. So we talked about dealing with that fear. And I know a lot of people in here have they've been writing jokes their whole life, but they've never actually performed. And a lot of it is out of that fear. So that's that's something that's very common. But what's great, what you're doing, and I encourage other people. It seems like a lot of other people in here are doing it as well. But working on those habits. So the habit of writing the habit of still doing zoom mics, the habit of writing with other comics. So when the stage comes back, you already have like the com comedy mindset in place to where you just take it to the stage now. So you're, you're working on all the necessary habits and paying attention to all the necessary details. So when the stage comes back, you'll be hitting the ground running. Well, thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. it's hard work. I, I noticed, but it's fun. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. I, life is hard right but it, everything's going to be hard mostly in life but you, i guess you got to find something that's worth that you feel is worth giving your time to so that's what i've been trying to do you know yeah it ain't easy but it's worth it mm -hmm. and um colleen asked this is a good one too uh, about callbacks she um she asked how did you come up with the callbacks i've been trying to write a joke with a callback oh yeah i i'm very kind of like new to the process of callbacks I was trying to think I wanted to do one for a while. And I remember um, running. I was I told that joke about Mr. Taylor uh, to, to Liam. And um, and then I started uh, he was like, oh, that's a good joke. And I was like, it's, it's helpful to get feedback like that. Even if, if someone says I like that joke, you know, then it helps me because a lot of times I'm a bad um, judge of my own jokes. <laughs> like I'll write something and I'll be like, Oh, this is pretty good. And then it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I'll write it and I'm like, Oh, this isn't good. And they're like, no, there's something there. So I, I try to, you know, run it by, you know, uh, anyone. So, um, but we were talking about callbacks. We had we were talking about how difficult it is to do callbacks. But I, it occurred to me also that I could um, – I had a joke about – like it's a misdirect of being a stalker. It's like the last one that, that I end with. Um, and I, I decided – I was like, oh, you know who would be – what it would be funny if the guy who I'm like stalking – that I that I said is my boyfriend is Mr. Taylor. Mm. Um, so that's how I kind of I, what I do, I guess what I'm trying to get better with callbacks is I look at what all the jokes and then I try to find the connections. Um, and a lot of people have told me this as well, too, um, that you just like you look for those connections to kind of then, you know, maybe you can add that joke with this one, kind of mix it almost. Um, and then you can make that callback. So that's what I've been trying to work on recently. And the the story with Mr. Taylor is also, a, it's a true story um, that I wanted to like, you know, add in wow. <laughs> that kid really, that kid really did ask if he had abs and it's wow. just, I had to, I had to keep a straight face because I'm a professional, you know, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, and he was a hot teacher. So I was like, yeah. you know, <laughs> so I, I wanted to bring that back somehow. Cause I, I like that joke a lot. It's, it's like, it really happened. It made me laugh in my actual life. So, 
I, I was like, well, maybe what are the opportunities I could put this call back, you know, you know, in, anywhere in the set, really. So, yeah, it, it's I just look for connections, basically. Oh, so you almost took inventory on all the jokes you do have. And then from there, seeing where you may be able to find a connection to do a callback within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look for like because sometimes I, I look at each of my jokes as separate things and I'm trying not to. I'm trying to make like a like a long uh like i'm trying to make a not a story but connect them really connect Mm -hmm. all of my jokes so that they flow kind of they segue into one another and um like steven rogers is really good at that too like he he, i love listening to when he tells a joke because it's like he's telling a a story but there's like all these punchlines in between and they connect so i've been working on trying to do that looking at all my jokes as one and then when i do that i can see where there's opportunities like for callbacks and things like that yeah, a lot of the times, like weaving it in almost comes last. It's almost like the segues and finding connections. It's first like, okay, I have all these jokes. Now, how can I start to kind of tie them into each other? Which I, I really learned in doing my comedy special where I thought I thought the material was going to be the easy part. Where I was like, oh, I mean, I, I've been doing comedy 10 years. I, I have all this material. It's going to fall into place. But then as it got closer to the deadline and I was like, Oh, I need to structure this and it needs to work tie into each other. I found a lot of the segues, like a lot of the longer bits are really a bunch of individual small bits that I just found a way to weave together. And that was like the last step of the entire joke writing process was actually starting to weave them in. Right. Yeah. And I'm trying to get better at that. You know, there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. and also EJ is really good at that too. He's like so good at, at like, making a joke and kind of like elongating it so i've been trying to like um you know do it as as well as all these other right tenors are super funny in this group so mm-hmm. i learn a lot from them as well just like pretty much everybody there's a lot of great comedians in this group so um it's, it's a great learning community too for me oh my gosh i'm gonna cry <laughs> it's happening hot breath is happening <sighs> <laughs> I love it. And I didn't. um, And John asked, uh, how long have you been doing comedy? So, yeah, how long have you been writing or how when did you start pursuing it seriously like you're doing? Um, Seriously, I would say. uh, Maybe June, maybe like when the summer started. Uh huh. And I was like just on the hunt for different resources that I could try to learn from because I you know, I, I didn't know how to exactly start. I like, I, I've been a fan of comedy. Like I said, my entire life, I loved it. I, I always watch it. Um, I have a ton of favorite comedians that I adore, but um, it's, you know, it, it's, I would say maybe seriously since June, it, it's kind of like, it's a weird thing. Cause I, all, I guess all the pieces were there, but I never made the connection to actually start. Like I, like I said, I love comedy my whole life. I've been writing really my whole life. Just, um, I love to write. I, when I went to college, I, I majored in music and I majored in English as well. Oh, great. Um, yeah, because mostly because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that liberal arts degree. Um, Amen. I feel you on so, that. So, yeah, I, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, let me just major in things that I feel like I can do. You know, that I definitely not math. <laughs> like I stayed away from math. Um and so, yeah, I've been writing a lot since since for, for since forever, you know, um, since I was younger, but I've never put the two together. Like I never did comedy writing until 
uh, the summertime. And then I just kind of spent a lot of time trying to develop that and to get, you know, okay at it, you know? Yeah. So it's, I think it's the same with Bob. Who's like newer to comedy technically, but has been writing his whole life. It's like, yeah, a lot of people take that into consideration too. When they hear you've been seriously pursuing it since June and they're like, Oh, I'll never be good at writing or whatever. But one, I can tell you from doing comedy 10 years, Everyone develops at different paces. Everyone excels at different rates. So there's no one way to do comedy. Sometimes people have a breakthrough within a year. I had friends who did Conan within three years. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? And it's like, no, some people don't get on Conan until 20 years or ever. It's like everyone pursues at different rates, which is why I try to instill in here that it's like supportive over competitive. Because people are going to get different moments and different breakthroughs and different aha experiences. But as long as you keep putting in the work, you're going to get those as well, just on your own time. It took me seven or eight years in comedy to stop resenting local comedy clubs for not booking me. like Or not resenting a local show for never putting me on their flyer and not being one of the cool kids or whatever. It took me like seven or eight years to overcome that. And as soon as I did, a weight was lifted off and it really freed me up to just create my own comedy and really pursue my own path, which is the heartbeat of hot breath, which is that DIY self-made approach to creating your own success. So that's newer comics like you. It's like, please, yes, um, hold on to that independent spirit. This is not a competition. We're all in this together. And it just comes down to all of us just putting in that work and seeing it pay off at different moments, but celebrating each of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I say the same thing because I, um, like if there's ever a time where I'm writing a joke, you know, I, I, we write every day, but, um, if there's a joke that I have and I, and I feel like it's not, not good and I don't get, and maybe I got like three likes from, of pity (laughs) (laughs) and I was sometimes I'm like oh man like I could have done a little bit better but I never kind of look at whoever won and be like oh they sucked like oh Mm -hmm. you know I'm jealous because it's like it's all love you know I I like I like to celebrate anyone's success because I know it's difficult especially comedy is not easy um and it's, you know, it takes a lot of work. And every, like you said, everyone's different. Everyone progresses at their own rate. And everyone has different things that make up who they are. And maybe right now that's needed over here. And then you'll be needed over there. You know, you just, you never know when that, that time is going to come. But I love when things are all about support and nobody's like, you know, getting throwing shade at this person or getting envious. That's why th- this group is like soup. It's, I remember when I first joined it, I was like, this is almost too good to be true like everyone is so kind <laughs> they're just like doing their thing and i love that I, I i freaking i think that's the best way to be you know oh and that's intentional like we've we've silently kicked out several people just they post something negative and then it gets flagged and i'm like oh they're gone like it's not even like hey we don't really do that here it's like if that's your instinct then there's no we have nothing to talk about there's plenty of other facebook groups for you but this one is for people who their instinct is to be like, oh, I wouldn't want to post something negative. I would only want to be supportive. So like, yeah, it's we have this is like a definitely a curated group of like minded comics for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I and I, me personally too. I, I celebrate wh- whoever, everyone's success because we're all in it together. You know, this is like a, it's like a you know, comedy is a community, just the same way as like music is a community. Mm-hmm. A- any arts thing, I, I think people tend to um, come together because you're you're making yourself vulnerable when you do any type of art, whether that's you know, painting or dance or whatever it may be. You know, it, it's it's a vulnerable thing, so it's great to like stick together with people yeah. who understand you. Yeah, I'm really encouraged you talking about all the behind the scenes work you did with people and like brainstorming mm-hmm. jokes. Cause I only see, you know, I see right 10 club and people posting for all that behind the scenes work. Um, that's very encouraging. The community was really just active throughout the process. I love that. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and shout out to my, to my mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> Hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> she made it. She made it. <laughs> No, because um, I, I I like bother them with my jokes a lot. Mm. Um, I'd be like, is this is this funny? And it, it, it's almost always a bad time that I'm asking them. They're like, I'm at work. <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is important. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, my my parents are they're they're funny people. I love them a lot. And and but I I do I try to ask them, is this funny? Is this anything? And you know, sometimes if, if, if it makes them even chuckle, then I'll be like, okay, maybe this, I'll go with it, you know, because they're honest. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, that's great. You know, they're going right. to be like, mm, that sucks or whatever, <laughs> like, which, which I want. I, I, I like like that constructive, like, give me the actual feedback you right. know, that helps. Yeah, that's what we need. The honest feedback. So is, I mean, is there, this was, I mean, the set was great. You deservingly won um, the Hot Breath Averse voted and they decided on amanda o uh john said the word of the day is amanda o so um (laughs) thanks bruce looks like bruce is a new member and he said it feels amazing to hear from other comics just what i needed awesome so is there is there anything you would like you can you need to promote or you would like to say to the right tenors or um i i really don't have much to promote i I just started a Twitter. Uh, yeah. You know, so if you want to follow me, it's at Amanda O Snap. I'm very proud of that because oh, I was like, oh, this is kind of catchy. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so if you want to follow me there, I'm trying mm-hmm. to like uh, write more jokes on there and work stuff out. So it'd be cool, um, you know, to to use that a little bit more. But other than that, I mean, I don't really have anything coming up, but I want to say thank you to, to everybody um, who voted for my set. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you found it funny because I, I really wanted I tried hard. <laughs> I, I wanted it to be funny and and mm-hmm. something something, you know, relatable. So thank you to, to all the right tenors. And yeah, <laughs> thanks. For, I, I love you guys. Yeah, me too. I do, too. I love this group. They're oh, awesome. Wait. I love everyone. Greg just tagged your Twitter in the uh, feed as well. That's great. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> is there, um, you mentioned some of your favorite comics. I know you said Beth Stelling is one of them, right? Yes, I love her. Is there anything you would want to, is there anything you could say to her right now that we could then post later and tag her in and hope that she would come on the show? Ooh, I just got nervous. <laughs> 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 I try not to be like um because I love a lot of comics like I will say one of my um 
like top all time favorite comics is David Spade. I I love oh, him yeah. so much. Uh, and he, him, people like David Spade, Beth Stelling, um, have like inspired me to to get into comedy myself. Um, so yeah, I I love Beth too because she. I found her actually on David Spade's show. He had a show called Lights Out with David Spade. Like it got canceled, but um, I love that show. And she was on there. And it, for the first time, I was like, oh, like there are more women comedians. And I think, you know, that that needs to be more of a thing because that that inspired me to be like, oh, I, I guess I can, I can do comedy too. You know, like uh, yeah. I'm a female and I'm also kind of sarcastic. Um, so I don't know. I, I like her style a lot. Um, what did you want me to do again? <laughs> oh, that's great. No, I was just trying to get a sound bite that we could tag her on Instagram later and see if she'll oh. come on the show. Back yeah, on the well, show. I think, yeah, Beth Stelling should definitely come back on the show because she just, she just came out with that special, which is amazing. And she has a lot of fans in this group. I know a lot of people love her. And she also has a, like a lot of great advice and, and she seems super kind. So she'd be the perfect person to, you know, ask questions and learn from and things like that. Awesome. Well, you've heard it here first, Beth, the hot breath of verse is summoning you back to promote your special and help young comics like Amanda here. So I love it. Great job, Amanda. Thank you. Sound effect there. The right 10 contest <laughs> champ. The champ has spoken. Her prize <laughs> is Beth Stelling. We hope she's been on twice. I don't see why she wouldn't come back on. Um, you just never know. Yeah, yeah, she has one of my favorite jokes of all time. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's about her. Everyone should look it up. It's it's uh, about her on a bike and how she bikes. She used to bike everywhere, and she was in, in the winter time. She would bundle up, and some guy thought she was a a man. And <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to give it away, but it's it has so many tags that are just brilliant. Like Ugh. it's not even. Sometimes tags could be like, oh, that tag was funny, but it wasn't as good as the punchline. But every tag on that joke was just great. And that, that inspired me to be like, okay, I got to I gotta write. Like, I got to really write, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe if we get her back on, we can bring you on and you can ask her about that joke. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be <laughs> oh, and Michelle asked, do you have a favorite pen do you use? I do. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I just bought uh two packs i went to walmart the other day not to brag there's a back to school sale on i need to pull the trigger my i have a cart full of like five things i'm like should i really but then it's like back to school sale you know right it's a sale yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> i i love the big atlantis pens oh my yes <laughs> yes are you serious <laughs> are you serious right now Yo, I love these, man. Dude, shout out to Bic Atlantis. I have like every iteration of Bic Atlantis. Which, what did you get? Is that the gel like one? The... No, this is um, ball pen. Tr trusted classic, flawlessly smooth writing. It says smooth like gel, but I don't know if that means if it's gel. I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know if I have that. I have, a, yeah, I have the gel. And then I have like the ballpoint and then I have um, the fine point. The fine point is on point two and the whole thing is like a grip, which is really nice. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yours. So you hold up yours. I'm going to do like a, like a beauty influencer. Right <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think yours is like this version, but maybe in um, 
I have another one. It's weird. There's like two ballpoint versions to where one has like a light grip and then another one has a dark grip and they're both ballpoint. Um, which I don't, I don't have it. I don't have in this, but I do have one. Um, so I have like all the Atlantis versions. Dude, you just <laughs> almost my heart jumped. I've I don't I've never over in doing every right ten club, I think that's the most excited I got when you said Big Atlantis. <laughs> just like, You're such a good pen. I did an I was doing an open mic here in Atlanta several years ago, and my I left my pen in my car, and by open mic I mean it was eleven o'clock on a Monday in a bar with four people. And <laughs> I, I forgot my pen in the car and the bartender gave me her pen and it was a Bic Atlantis and I clicked it and I was like, what is this? The click? There's something about the click, right? It's like a soft click. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I have like a, like I'm a nervous person. So sometimes I'll like fidget and with this way I won't drive whoever's near me crazy. You know, it's great. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good click. Um... Do you have stock in Big Atlantis? Because you have so many. I so should. Many I should have stock in Big Atlantis. Um, I was trying to see if I could find. Oh yeah, so here's a red version of what you have. So here's like the red Big oh, yeah. Atlantis. But you have the blue. Yeah. But yeah, how the how the the grip matches the color is different than like I don't know what this one is, but it's some. Maybe this is like an Amazon version, maybe. Um, maybe I bootlegged Big Atlantis pen. <laughs> but the I'm telling you all the the click on the click on these isn't as good. But like if you can find the one like Amanda or this one that like matches the color, the click is just silk. Yeah, it's great. I like the way you described the first time you you uh, turn. It's like I imagine Luke Skywalker turning on his lightsaber <laughs> just. <laughs> I can't tell you. Look how excited I got. <laughs> oh, 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 here's one. Yeah, so here's one. So here's the black version of oh, uh, yeah. the one you have. There it is. And it's that, that click. But uh, are they on sale at Walmart right now? They were. Yeah, I don't even I don't even remember what the sale price was. I just like I zeroed in on sale, saw the pens and I grabbed two. Like, but I you've just, been I love a that. big Atlantis fan. Yeah, I love I love uh I love a lot of big pens. I also like some paper mate pens. Mm -hmm. Um those are pretty good too. Like I, I I love school supplies ever since I was a kid and even as an adult, I don't know why I still like uh school supplies. I think it was cuz that that's the only time like where when I went to the store, my parents would be like, "Okay, you get to buy something, you know." And I'm like, yeah. "All right." <laughs> pens. I I like these uh paper mate pens too. Oh, what is this is a Papermate 1.4B. Hmm. I'm not sure what, but they're kind of cool. I, I find them at Walmart all the time. <laughs> you get it at Walmart. Yeah, I'll use I'll use the flare, like the flare markers, um, like the felt pins. I'll use those of Papermate. And um, the Uniball Signo 307 I've been using in the right 10 club. Those, that's a primo gel pin. I mean, Bic Atlantis holds my heart forever, but like, that Signo, the 307, the 207 is okay, but that 307, it, it just rolls for days. I got to try that. I heard you talk about that, and I, I need to see where I can get some of those. Yeah, I need to get an affiliate link for, for Ben. I swear <laughs> next year, 
I swear Hot Breath is going to have like a back to school cheat sheet and we're going to have all the best school supply <laughs> sales and like one resource for people to have. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I just, <laughs> my heart's still fluttering when you said Vic Atlantis because I was like, I don't think I ever like met someone who was like, this is my pin, yo. Yeah. Yeah, for real. These are, I mean, I, I just, I love, I've always loved, like I said, I've always loved pens, but uh, I have a pet peeve. Like when you get one of those pens that like, it's like hard to write and I, I it just distracts me. Like I can't, I hate it, you know? It's like uh. my, my penmanship looks ugly because I, I already don't have like super great penmanship. So if I could get a pen that can kind of help me with that, that would be, you know, ideal. Oh yeah. I write like hieroglyphics. Uh, I just, I just tell people when people make fun of me, I'm like, well, you can't steal my jokes. If you can't read them. <laughs> That's true. That's a great security. To do. Just, make them, just scribble them. Sasha just said we need to, um, we're doing the pin 15. <laughs> that's actually not a terrible segment yeah yeah everyone should post their favorite pens because i thought about doing i have just so many pins from like past jobs like a ups pin or like um when i worked at a hotel i have like a lowe's pin so like i have all these different pins i could like talk about as well just the story behind them um, which could become part of the Pin 15 Club, and then other people could come on and tell their favorite stories of a pin. Like a, or like from comedy clubs, you know? Well, that's not a bad idea, actually. It's not a terrible idea. Sasha made a joke, and it may turn into a show. The Pin <laughs> 15 Club is so good. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need sponsors. People are saying we need a pin sponsor. They said we should shoot a commercial where we talk about the smooth click. <laughs> like a mock commercial. That'd be amazing, yeah. That would I mean, we we should make it happen. And we should personalize them maybe. Just have maybe like your face as the clicker. I'm just throwing out ideas. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. <laughs> Cuz Yoshi said I'm I'm completely turning into stand for Bick, a stand for Bick. <laughs> what does that mean? What is a stand? Is that their mascot? <laughs> Joel Stan is uh it's what the it's what the young people are saying. Um it means now remember that song uh Stan by Eminem and he's like obsessed with Eminem. So now people use Stan to like say fan. But it's like a more like an obsessive fan. So it's like oh, a Stan. Oh, okay. Yeah. All day every day then. Yeah, that's <laughs> A day A day for the Stan for Bick. I had to look that up because I work with kids, so I need to know what they're saying at all times. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is oh, this was great. This was supposed to wrap up like twenty minutes ago, and then you said Big <laughs> Atlantis, and I was like, "Oh my, that's awesome!" Nerded yeah, out. well, we need we definitely need to do a Pin Fifteen Club. I'm excited about that. Oh uh, yeah. So, anyway, oh man, I'm like, I was excited you won, but you know, and to do this today, but then I was like, a Big Atlantis. <laughs> I think Atlantis is the real winner, I think, today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, yeah, go follow Amanda on Twitter. It's amazing. Several people were sharing that in the comments, how um, how amazing your Twitter is. Uh, so, yeah, go follow her on Thank Twitter. You. Show some love. 
And um, somebody posted a Bic link. I was seeing what it was. We may need to see if we can get some sort of brand deal going on here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, they have something called a Butterflow. Okay, I need to get out of here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, we have a well, load of pens. Congratulations, Amanda. Um, we will Thank talk you. off air about getting you your prize, but also this will um, this will be posted as a hot breath episode as well. So you made a little oh. debut with Sarah Tolomash on her episode, but now you have your own episode. So. Ooh. So excited. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And I, like I said, I love all you right tenors and all, all my comedian friends yes. in the bottom of my heart. You guys are awesome. All love. Amanda, thanks for all the hard work you're putting in. Um, you're you. newer to the group compared to how long we've had it, but it's like you've already made a splash and you're helping so many comics along the way. So you're uh, you're at the you're what our you're what we're about here at Hot Breath, willing to put in that work and also help others in that process. So thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I, and I thank you. I really do. This is a great, great community. It's been a lot of fun. And yeah, I've, I've had, I'm having a great time with, with all my comedian funny Ooh. people here. Well, I'm excited then. And um, oh, Bob said he's doing a feedback mic tonight. So yeah, we added a feedback mic. We're doing a 10 p.m. right 10 club with Robin on Wednesday. And Bob's going to start a feedback mic on Sundays. So those... People in that Hot Breath Pro group are going to start doing more shows and helpful like things like feedback mics and more in here. So I know you're in there as well. If you ever have an idea, feel free to run it by me and we'll make it happen. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, for Robin's uh, right 10 thing and for, and for Bob's too. I, d I did Bob uh, Bob's feedback, when, feedback mic one time and it was a lot of fun. So that'll be great. Awesome. Word of the day is pin, everyone. <laughs> But thank you. <laughs> thanks for all your hard work, Amanda. We'll see you in the right 10 club. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll see you then. Bye. All right. Thanks, guys, for checking out my interview. If you watched the whole thing, I want you to know that I love you. And if you skipped around, well, I also love you. It's a pandemic. I'm lonely. Anyway, don't forget to like the video. Subscribe to Hot Breath if you haven't already, because Joel puts out a ton of great interviews and content with comedians who are actually famous. So thanks again. You guys are awesome. See ya. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.